The Truth Commentary with Rob Pugh, publisher of the Wisconsin Christian News, a ministry dedicated to the truth revealed through Jesus Christ, encouraging listeners to stand boldly as the King's return is at hand. We were warned, but nobody listened. I'm referring to the warning about how nefarious forces have been planning America's demise for many decades now. Specifically, how our once great nation, founded on godly principles by godly men and women seeking true freedom and liberty, would eventually be destroyed from within by communism. In 1958, W. Cleon Skousen, a former FBI employee, published a book titled The Naked Communist, Five years later, in January of 1963, Albert Sid Herlong, a member of the House of Representatives from Florida and a Democrat, stood before Congress and listed the 45 current communist goals, which were entered into the official congressional record. What was going on in America in January of 1963? Well, just six months earlier, the Supreme Court had rendered its decision that prayer in public schools would be outlawed. In June of 63, the Supreme Court proclaimed that Bible reading in public schools should be done away with also. Of course, there was some pushback from this, but American Christianity had already started to lose much of its influence, and with the Johnson Amendment entering into the tax code nine years prior, many pastors were already beginning to tuck their tails between their legs and remain silent on all things that might be construed as political as the weaponizing of the IRS had begun. World War II was still a fairly recent event, having ended less than 20 years earlier. And we were still mourning the bloody Korean War, which had ended just 10 years earlier, leaving 3 million people dead and Cold War tensions high. We'd seen firsthand the brutal effects of socialism, communism, fascism, and Marxism. Many were warning that although the wars had ended, we still faced the dangers of creeping communism in this country. But it seemed absurd to most people because surely America would never fall under the tyranny of such an evil, tyrannical ideology. After all, our military heroes in uniform had just recently fought, bled, and died in foreign lands to put an end to all those evil regimes and assure that it would never happen here. Still, we were warned. Let me share just a few of those communist goals from 1963 that I believe have been very effectively accomplished. Among them, capture one or both of the political parties in the United States. Done. Use technical decisions of the courts to weaken basic American institutions by claiming their activities violate civil rights. Done. Get control of the schools. Use them as transmission belts for socialism and current communist propaganda. Soften the curriculum. Get control of teachers' associations. Put the party line in textbooks. Done. Also, infiltrate the press. Get control of book review assignments, editorial writing, policy-making decisions. Done. Gain control of key positions in radio, TV, and motion pictures. Done. Eliminate all laws governing obscenity by calling them censorship and a violation of free speech and free press. Done. Break down cultural standards of morality by promoting pornography and obscenity in books, magazine, motion pictures, radio, and TV. Also done. More communist goals. Present homosexuality, degeneracy, and promiscuity as normal, natural, and healthy. It may have seemed impossible, but they got that done too. Infiltrate the churches and replace revealed religion with social religion. Discredit the Bible and emphasize the need for intellectual maturity. Done. Eliminate prayer or any phase of religious expression in the schools. As we've seen, that one was already checked off the list that very year. 
discredit the American Constitution by calling it inadequate, old-fashioned, out of step with modern needs, a hindrance to cooperation between nations on a worldwide basis. Done. Discredit the American Founding Fathers. Present them as selfish aristocrats who had no concern for the common man. Done. Support any socialist movement to give centralized control over any part of the culture, education, social agencies, welfare programs, mental health clinics, etc. Done. Infiltrate and gain control of big business. Done. Transfer some of the powers of arrest from the police to social agencies. Done. Discredit the family as an institution. Encourage promiscuity and easy divorce. Done. Emphasize the need to raise children away from the negative influence of parents. Done. Believe it or not, the communists accomplished pretty much every one of their goals, which were designed to destroy America from within. And they did it so slowly and so stealthily that nobody really noticed. Those who did and sounded a warning were shouted down as crazy conspiracy theorists and fanatics. So here we are today, scratching our heads and wondering what in the world happened to the country that we grew up in. We were warned, but nobody listened. Who would have ever believed that the idea of democratic socialism would have ever been taken seriously in America? But now, according to polls, 39% of American adults say they would rather prefer socialism. That number jumps to 54% for those age 18 to 24. When I first heard about the idea of the Green New Deal, I thought it was one of the most ridiculous things the leftists had come up with yet. No more vehicles with gas or diesel engines imposing a new carbon tax, everyone guaranteed a job with a universal basic income, free college for all, free health care for all, elimination of private homes in favor of green multi-unit residential facilities, more public programs eliminating personal or private property. But now we have Klaus Schwab of the World Economic Forum and thousands of his minions embedded in every American state and countless cities across the country stating boldly that by 2030 we will own nothing and we'll like it that way. That sounds like communism to me. But again, the idea of American freedom has been so villainized by the left, while communistic ideals have been purposely spoon-fed to our children in our public schools and college campuses for so long, I honestly don't think it's going to take that long for them to gain complete control. Our young people have been trained to hate their country, their history and heritage, especially if they happen to be white. They've also been trained to believe that God is dead and Christians are hateful bigots. In just the past two years, we've seen the destruction and removal of statues and monuments honoring America's historical heroes. Yet in Seattle, Washington, the statue of the communist dictator Vladimir Lenin remains the pride of the city. Law and order is gone. George Soros-selected district attorneys are turning criminals loose and crime is not prosecuted. We have the highest rates of violence ever in this country right now, not to mention homelessness, drug abuse, and mental illness. Meanwhile, a full-scale invasion of foreign soldiers is taking place on our southern border. Of course, not all who are entering this country illegally mean to do us harm, but a significant number are coming here just for that purpose, and we are rolling out the red carpet for them. Our government is transporting them to cities and towns across America under the cover of darkness so that citizens won't so easily notice. Once they're settled in, the government welcome wagon, funded with our taxpayer dollars, supplies them with free housing, food, health care, education, and cash. We've purposely shut down our own energy production, and now we must beg our enemies for help. 
Freedom of speech is gone for all practical purposes because even though we're still able to speak words that defy the regime, few ever will, for fear of retribution from friends, family, and neighbors, or any number of three-letter agencies that have been weaponized by the globalists. And along with the deliberate destruction of our economy, energy, resources, and supply chain, we're also seeing the start of a planned worldwide famine. Farmers are being paid by the government not to plant their fields. Millions of chickens and turkeys are being destroyed due to a supposed bird flu outbreak. The banksters are buying up massive amounts of farmland, and the climate change police are calling for the culling of millions of heads of cattle in order to mitigate CO2 emissions. Bill Gates wants us to eat insects. And what's going on with all the mysterious fires at food processing plants throughout the country, all happening just in the past few months? Not to mention the millions that have been forced to take an experimental injection of poison that's been proven now to have over 1,291 adverse side effects, which the snake oil salesmen knew about before the jabs were released on the public. Evidence they'd hoped to hide for 75 years. Yes, 1,291 adverse side effects, not the least of which is death. Millions of Americans had been forced to either take those jabs or lose their jobs. Many have lost their lives. Others have been forever crippled. The American Library Association's newly elected president proudly proclaims herself as a Marxist lesbian. Emily Drabinsky, who will take office next summer, has promised to queer the libraries across the country. So expect an exponential growth of drag queen story times coming soon to libraries nationwide. In 2015, the Supreme Court validated homosexual so-called marriage, but that wasn't enough for the powers that control and manipulate American thought. Now citizens had better be careful what they say and what they think, and they'd better celebrate sodomy enthusiastically and pridefully, or they may be severely prosecuted for a hate crime. In the last dozen or so years, the numbers of young people coming out of the closet and declaring themselves to be homosexual has skyrocketed. This is a direct result of homosexual grooming and encouragement to embrace all manner of sexual deviancy by their teachers, youth leaders, and every area of media, art, and entertainment. Newly brainwashed young people who declare themselves to be homosexual are now considered courageous and, her and heroic among their peers. They don't realize how horrifically they've been lied to, manipulated, and used as throwaway pawns by child sex predators. Meanwhile, transgenderism has become the latest hot new trend. This is pushed everywhere you go. Again, our children are directly targeted by this agenda. And pity the poor soul who refuses to go along with this game of dress-up or who uses the wrong pronouns, those who do face instant retribution and punishment. You see, all this sexual deviancy is not just happening organically. It's been specifically designed by the LGBTQP plus mafia to indoctrinate and lure young people into sexual activity and gender confusion at the youngest of ages. Some of the players include the big bully known as the Human Rights Campaign, the taxpayer-funded Planned Parenthood, and even the once-wholesome, family-friendly Walt Disney Corporation. Parents who desire to protect their kids from these predators are now labeled as domestic terrorists. This is all part of the plan for the New World Order. Next up, the death of the U.S. dollar and the need for a one-world digital currency embedded under our skin. Those who refuse will be outcasts or forced to live in captivity if they're allowed to live at all. Regardless, the coming Great Reset and New World Order will have to be communist in nature. It'll be sold to us as it's been sold to countless billions of naive people in the past, as power to the people. 
But the only ones with the power will be the tyrannical dictators. The people, rather than being empowered, will lose any last vestiges of freedom they may have ever thought they once had. George Orwell's book 1984 was required reading when I was in high school. I always found it odd that of all the books out there, 1984 was required. Perhaps the globalists wanted us to see what our future held. Remember, these demons always tell us what they plan to do before they go ahead and do it. I doubt Orwell meant the book to be an instruction manual, but that's what it's become. We were warned, but we didn't listen. Audio CDs and text versions of this message are available when you call me at Wisconsin Christian News, 715-486-8066, or email Rob, R-O-B, at wisconsinchristiannews.com and ask for message number 359. This has been the Truth Commentary with Rob Pugh, publisher of the Wisconsin Christian News. Find us on the internet at wisconsinchristiannews.com. Questions and comments? Email Rob, R-O-B, at wisconsinchristiannews.com. The views expressed are those of the speaker.